This is Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi, two of the top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys, one from California and one from Massachusetts, squaring off on legal news and legal observations. Lawyer to Lawyer is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today to Lawyer to Lawyer. I'm Craig Williams from not-so-sunny Southern California. And I'm Bob Ambrogi from never-sunny Massachusetts. I write uh, a blog called Law Sites and another blog called Media Law and also Legal Blog Watch for Law.com. And I write a blog called May It Please the Court. Well, Bob, last month we taped a show with user reaction to the lawyer ranking website Avo. We were joined by bloggers Denise Howell and Carolyn Elephant and attorney John Henry Brown, who had filed a class action suit against Avo because of his dissatisfaction with the service. All three had different opinions and, and thoughts about Avo. Today we'll get Avo's side on uh, on uh, some of the uh, controversy that surrounded the launch of this lawyer rating site. We'll get their reaction to some of the guests' comments from the prior show, and we'll uh, ask uh, them about some of the positive and, and negative feedback uh, they've received and, and some of the uh, ways that they've uh, responded. Well, I'd like to welcome our first guest, Mark Britton. Mark is the CEO and president of Avo. Prior to founding Avo, Mark was the executive vice president of Worldwide Corporate Affairs of Interactive Travel and Expedia. In this position, Mark oversaw finance, strategy, corporate development, legal, human resources, and government re- government functions for the IAC travel companies, which includes Expedia, Hotels.com, Hotwire, Classic Custom Vacations, and Interval International. Mark is also an attorney and was an equity partner elect of the law firm of Preston Gates and Ellis. Most recently, Mark was an adjunct professor of finance at Gonzaga University in Florence, Italy. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hi, and thank you for having me, Bob and Craig. Also joining us today is Paul Bloom. Paul is the vice president of products and marketing for Avo. Prior to Founding Avo, Paul was a senior director of new product marketing at Classmates Online, a pioneer in the online community space with over 38 million members. In this role, Paul led the development and marketing for all of the company's new products and services. Classmates was acquired by United Online in the fall of 2004. Welcome to the show, Paul. Thanks very much for having me. Well, Mark, you were the one that got the idea, and I think from what I've read, you got the idea when you were in Italy. How did you get Avo started? Well, I think the ultimate idea for Avo was something that, uh, when you look at Mr. Bloom's extensive consumer experience, married with my e-commerce experience and also my legal experience, that's where really where we came up with the ultimate idea for Avo. But the initial seeds were sown in Italy, and that's why Avo is short for avocato, which is lawyer in Italian. But um, you know, during my I, I'm a 15-year lawyer, and during my entire career. Um, probably very similar to both uh, Bob and Craig, I've been getting those calls from friends and family, sometimes far-off acquaintances, people saying, hey, you know, I'm going through something difficult like a divorce or I'm going through something great like starting my own business and I need help choosing a lawyer. And you, Mark, because you know what you're doing in this area, can you help me? And, um, you know, I thought that when I went away to Italy, it would be out of sight, out of mind, especially when I'm off teaching finance rather than law, and I'd been gone for a year, and the Atlantic Ocean was in between. But yet, as I was coming to the end of my stay, I was still getting some of those emails. And it was at that point I said, wow, you know, these are really bright people. 
Um, these are educated people, yet when it comes to finding a lawyer, they have no place to start. And so I came back with a fairly specific intention of understanding this consumer pain point and seeing what opportunities there were in it. And that's when Paul and I got together and started doing research into this area. And what we found was pretty astounding. I mean, when it comes to choosing a lawyer, your average consumer has no idea where to start. And I can put a little more color around that from our research. But the more research that we did into this, it's when we started to say, wow, there's a real opportunity here. There's a real void here because your average consumer, um, they know they need a lawyer, but they are either staying out of the market or they're, um, they're going to the yellow pages, for example, rather than going to there is really no resource for them that has the information and guidance to help them choose the right lawyer. Mark, let me ask you, it's been just barely over a month since you've launched. Did you uh, in any way anticipate the the kind of backlash you received from the legal community? And, and in retrospect, do you feel that maybe you weren't quite ready for, for prime time at the point that you launched? Um, well, anytime you're doing something new, it's going to take time for people to get their arms around it. And we knew that. And we knew especially because we're exposing disciplinary sanctions that there would be some lawyers, such as uh, Mr. Brown, that would take issue with what we're doing. But, um, you know, we're also doing something that is very responsive to consumers and helping them get information and guidance that was really, while it may have been available for them before, they either didn't know it existed or it was very hard for them to find. And so, um, you know, we even though we knew some lawyers would take issue with what we were doing, um, our focus in this product, our beta product specifically, was in serving the consumer and getting them the help they need. And yes, I mean, now that we, we have had some lawyers, which I believe is a fairly vocal minority, but still, you know, while vocal, still a minority, um, we do have some detractors you know, we have had thousands. I mean, we're over 3,000 attorneys that have come in and claimed their profiles and provided consumers with valuable information that they didn't have before. And so to have this out in the marketplace now, I'm very proud of it. But we launched it as a beta so that we could get feedback from the wider user community. And if you look at my initial blog post from when we launched, I said, you know, I made the promise, or at least I made the offer, that if you tell us those things that you like or dislike about the site, we will listen and we'll be responsive. And we've lived up to that really from day one in the product. We've been tweaking the product from uh, the beginning, and we will continue to. And I think that in this modern age of the Internet uh, and interactivity, I think it's the only way that a website can survive is being responsive to the user community and uh, developing, in this instance of Avo, win-win situations for both the consumer and the lawyer. Yeah, and if I could just add, is if I could just add as well that uh, we did very extensive research with attorneys and consumers uh, well before we even wrote the first line of code. Uh, Mark and I spent hours and hours on phone the phone with solo practitioners, small firm attorneys, and some big firm attorneys. Uh, we did focus groups uh, in Southern California and in Boston. Uh, interesting that it's the both cities that you were both in uh, with attorneys and. 
attorneys really help to shape the product in a pretty extensive way. And um, I think that's reflected in, in a lot of the features that we developed into the product that perhaps haven't had as much, um, uh, haven't been talked about as much, uh, but things like the fact that any attorney now in the states that we are in has a free website and a free online presence where they can upload and update their uh, profile information as often as they want with as much information as they want is a huge benefit to many attorneys, particularly solo practitioners. Uh, not sure if you are familiar with the ABA technology study that was recently put out that showed that 60% of solo practitioners do not have a website. Uh, that was a stunningly high number, uh, in my opinion. And now all of those solo, acti- uh, solo uh, practitioners do have a web presence for free. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody would would dispute that there was that there's a need for better guidance for consumers. I, I think much of the initial reaction, as I read it, was was that this may not be an accurate guide for consumers. That that the ratings, uh, based on uh, you know well known lawyers uh, who, who received uh, less than stellar ratings, uh, were were not necessarily reflective of of what we know to be true of some of these people. I mean, it seemed to me that the initial criticism wasn't that this was not good. For consumers, but that it might not be an accurate guide for consumers, and I know you've you've responded to that. Some of the concerns about the ratings since then, and, and changed that. Maybe you could talk a little bit about how you've done that. Sure. And Bob, you said as you read it. I think you should have said as you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. Um, in reading your blog, you did touch on some of these points. And here's the thing: um, any time that you release a product and specific to the Internet business, but it really applies to any business. You must listen to the wisdom of your user community because it's broad and uh, you have all of these different opinions that are coming to bear, but when you start seeing those trends in that user community where you say, hmm, okay, you're asking uh, a number of questions that we did not necessarily think about or that uh, uh, that we didn't expect to receive, well, that's when it's time to make a change in the product. And as you blogged about, Bob, and some other, uh, I actually spoke to some attorneys personally about this, you did have people asking questions such as, why is Harriet Myers a six-point whatever? And um, to mention J. Craig Williams. Uh, J. Craig Williams being his superior self is, is a 10. <laughs> but um, the thing is, Our beta, and again, the essence of the product is focused on that average consumer that is currently going to the Yellow Pages. And keep in mind, you know, the Yellow Pages made $1.3 billion off of lawyer advertising last year because it continues to be a huge resource for consumers. And as long as that's the case, there's a void here because there's not a lot of information and guidance there. Um, However, for us, when... We were, I guess I shouldn't say however, I should say in addition to um, those statistics, we wanted to give that additional information and guidance, and that is why uh, we built out the product very focused in those areas where consumers needed the most help. And if you hit our homepage, uh, those top practice areas that we default to, our research shows that they're driving roughly 85% of the consumer searches for lawyers today. And that's where our breadth and depth is. And that is where uh, 
uh, even today after the changes that we've made, you will see pages and pages of numerical ratings for lawyers in the states that we cover, plus the District of Columbia. And um, so, I mean, it, it's really, again, it goes back to the essence of AVO, which is serving the consumer, but also listening to the user community. We're trying to build a marketplace. And any marketplace, to the extent that it's static and isn't listening to the people that are using it from the supply or demand side, um, they won't survive. And we plan to be around for a long time. Well, as we said, we on our last program, we had uh, uh, our last program devoted to AVA, we, we had some other guests on talking about this. And uh, 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 one of those was John Henry Brown, a, a lawyer who's a, <coughs> a named plaintiff in, in the lawsuit uh, uh, against Avo, and uh, we're going to just play a, a, a brief clip uh, uh, of his comments during that program. The difference in what Avo doesn't do, and I, I respectfully uh, emailed them and asked them just to remove my material from whatever they're doing, and they refused, of course, and wanted me to log in with my credit card, which I refused to do, um, is that Martindale Hubble and the best lawyers in America are peer-reviewed. Now, AVO came out originally and realized that was a weak spot. It said in the, in the press that they were peer-reviewed, too. Uh, I then emailed them back and said, well, who are the peers? What's your methodology? Uh, you know, what peers are you talking about? They refused to answer that question. And then that later on their website, they took out um, that they're peer-reviewed. Um, so I think that the reason that Martin Del Hubble and, and to a certain extent Best Lawyers in America have some credibility is because they're peer-reviewed. Uh, and that's what's really important and completely lacking from, from AVO. Now, we recognize that you're involved in some litigation with Mr. Brown, but uh, how would you respond to that? Um, yeah, I, I would respond that I'm, I'm ecstatic that you played that clip because when I listened to it, I was completely baffled and continue to be, even hearing it again. Um, first of all, uh, Mr. Brown talks about Martindale Hubble and super lawyers being peer-reviewed, I, I, I do not know what that means. Um, these are Martindale Hubble and super lawyers generate their ratings through a peer review process. And AVO also has a peer review process in that we have our endorsements where another lawyer can come in and say, thumbs up, this is a strong lawyer in my community, which is very similar to the forms that Martindale Hubble and super lawyers send out. We, I, you know, I don't see every piece of Mr. Brown's correspondence, but I don't know of any instance where he wrote us and asked us to discuss our peer review, and we have never made any change on our site regarding being peer reviewed. I, I feel like he's missing the mark there in understanding actually how these rating systems work. Um, However, I do love that he starts that with the idea that he contacted us and asked us to remove his listing. And that really is, it's why we're in this class action lawsuit. And it's a reason that everyone, whether they be lawyers or consumers, should be very concerned about this class action lawsuit because it is generated by lawyers that, in this instance, you have John Henry Brown that had uh, ethical misconduct in his background. And he, my sense is that he is uncomfortable with consumers and potential clients seeing that. Well, that information is available online for other consumers to see. Exactly. But 
so having coming to us and asking us to take down his profile um, if we allowed that for mr brown well i think you would have every sanctioned lawyer contacting us because even though it is available on the bar websites few consumers know that it exists and it's certainly not something you're going to see them putting in their yellow pages advertisements um, and so yes we are with ava we're shining a flashlight in some dark places and some lawyers are not going to like that. But um, that is really, that's the essence of AVA. We're serving the consumer and getting them the information that we need. And we, disciplinary sanctions are something that we have on our site. It is something that affects the AVA rating, and it's something that we take very seriously and will continue to take seriously. Another basis for uh, at least some some comment about Avo has been the fact that the algorithm that you use to rate lawyers uh, is proprietary, and, and I guess it's understandable that it's proprietary. But isn't there uh, some hypocrisy in in running a site devoted to transparency, but not being transparent about how you're arriving at the at the uh, ratings that you're offering to the public? Yeah, we, we've actually, um, in response to questions about this, we've added new disclosure in the site that talks in greater depth at how the AVA rating is generated. But, Bob, it's a, it's a thin line. It, it is a tough thing because, on the one side, um, you want to be transparent enough to where people understand how the revenue is, excuse me, how the rating is being generated. But on the other side, to the extent that you actually give out every piece of the rating and the weightings, et cetera, you open the door for people understanding that, oh, that, okay, if that's weighted that way, then potentially I can game the site this way. And it's the same reason that Google, for example, does not disclose how they generate their page rankings. Well, Paul, can, can you tell us, Paul, based on uh, what you have disclosed on the website and what you might be willing to give up here, what is the algorithm? Well, what I can tell you is that uh, the algorithm, the mathematical model, is based on the information that is available that we have in a lawyer's profile. Uh, so, and there are various different elements of that. Uh, in the experience tab of the profile, uh, it looks at things like education. It looks at the uh, the number of years that an attorney has been practicing law. It looks at all the information in the industry recognition tab. It takes into account uh, endorsements and so on. And so from a consumer standpoint, I would say it's, it's actually quite transparent in the sense that, and we're very, up, uh, we're very clear on the site saying that the information that is, um, the information that is considered by the, by the model uh, is all there in plain sight for the consumer to see. Uh, there's nothing that we, there, there's no information that we look at um, or that we infer uh, that is not available and, uh, and viewable by the consumer. Not all the information about lawyers is hard. In other words, there might be some information about wins. This is a discussion that Mark and I had. Uh, sometimes a lawyer will define something as a win. Sometimes it's a loss. Uh, sometimes clients are pleased with how the turnout is, and sometimes they're not pleased even and the clients might not be pleased even if they won and clients that lost are sometimes pleased how do you figure that into this mathematical algorithm well uh, a couple a couple of thoughts there first is that the the client ratings component of avo which 
basically is a is a is a firsthand account of what it's like to work with a an attorney uh, does not factor into the AVA rating. It is separate from the AVA rating. Um, uh, and then, but in terms of the the question of, and this has come up before, uh, are the people who come up and provide client ratings going to just be those who are disgruntled or upset with their attorney? Uh, what we've seen, and we've had uh, we've had a very very large number of uh, of client ratings submitted so far, is that the vast majority of them are very positive. I'd say about 80% of them are positive. And that's not surprising to me because in the Ipsos study that Mark, uh, I'm not sure if Mark talked about it, we, spawned, we, uh, uh, we commissioned a survey uh, through Ipsos. And what we found is that only 12% of consumers who had used an attorney uh, were not satisfied with that attorney. It's time for us to take a short break. Uh, it, we'll come back in a few moments with more about AVO with uh, Mark Britton and Paul Bloom. We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. As part of its coverage, Law.com is proud that J. Craig Williams' blog, May It Please the Court, and Robert Ambrogi's blog, Law Sites, are part of its blog network. Don't wait any longer. Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our Practice Center sections. If you found us in the podcast library of iTunes, thanks for listening. Check out some of our other shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com and become a member. It's free. Lawyer to Lawyer is produced by the Legal Talk Network and a staff of broadcast professionals. If you have an idea for a topic or a show, we want to hear from you. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and send us an email. If you have a comment or question, we want to hear from you. Leave us a message on the Legal Talk Network listener line at 781-634-8959. We really do listen to the messages and even answer your questions on our next show. Did you know that Legal Talk Network shows are also available as CLE? Visit Law.com's CLE Center at www.clecenter.com. That's clecenter.com to enjoy listening and get CLE credit for your continuing legal education. Check out our Lawyer to Lawyer host blogs, J. Craig Williams' blog at mayhavepleasethecourt.com, Likewise, Robert Ambrogi's blog at LegalLine.com for daily legal observations, perspective, and, of course, a healthy dose of humor and wit. A video settlement documentary can be the most powerful and persuasive way to bring about a speedy settlement in your client's case. The Boston Media Group has a staff of television professionals with 20 years' experience writing and producing compelling stories just like the ones you've seen on 60 Minutes or Dateline. We put a human face on the lawsuit with compelling interviews, dramatizations, and visual presentations of the fact. Think of it as a video opening argument that will compel the attorneys on the other side to settle. Call us for a consult at 800-317-5221. That's 800-317-5221. Or check out our website at bostonmediagroup.com.
Welcome back to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Craig Williams. And this is Bob Ambrogi. We'd like to welcome back uh, our guest, Mark Britton, the president uh, and CEO of Avo, and Paul Bloom, Avo's vice president of products and marketing. Uh, and Paul, I'm sorry, I might have cut you off there. Did, did you finish your, your comment on on, uh, on the survey that you commissioned? Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the point is just that most consumers are very are satisfied and are happy with the representation that they are getting from lawyers and that uh, sentiment is reflected has been reflected so far in the client ratings that we have had submitted to avo what's the uh, what's the business model for avo how do you plan to make money from this um, avo is advertising based and it's important to note right out of the gate that what any advertising we have on our site, it will never affect the Avo rating or the search results rankings that you see when you come in and select, say, personal injury in, in Los Angeles or something like that. The list of lawyers that we give you, <clears throat> that will uh, always be independent from the advertising. But um, we plan, currently on the site, we have Google AdSense, which is just their off-the-shelf software that we have plugged in. As we roll out our advertising platform, there will be other ways for lawyers on the one hand to enhance their presence within the site. Um, we have a number of ideas there where we can uh, help lawyers be creative in uh, uh, having a presence in different parts of the site. And keep in mind that, again, this is the beta version of Avo, and we will have additional modules, ad additional pages, areas in the site that allow lawyers to upload information and display their expertise, et cetera, over time. And as we do that, we can advertise around that um, to help lawyers get business. I was going to interrupt you for a moment because we, are, uh, we want to play a, a clip from Carolyn Elephant, who was on our program last month, and uh, she takes a quite different tack than John Henry Brown does. I have plenty of thoughts about it. My first point would be that to the extent that attorneys are complaining about the system or acting resentful, you know, saying things like, Avo never asked me to be rated, my response to that is that Avo has stepped into a gap that we left for ourselves. If you're a consumer trying to find an attorney and you go to a Bar Association website, you will not find a list of lawyer websites. You will not find a topical search engine. You will not find any information about an attorney. And if you want to find their disciplinary record, you've got to squirrel around at the site until you can find it. So to the extent that Avo has stepped into that gap and tried to make all of the information available in one uniform location, I say bravo to them. And Mark Paul, I mean, certainly that was a, a ringing endorsement, but uh, does Carolyn point out something that was the basis for founding Avo in the first place? Sure. I, you know, Carolyn has been very balanced in her uh, discussion of Avo. I mean, we're doing a number of things where she's come out and said, I'm not comfortable with that. But I feel that she's taken a very balanced and rational approach where she said, this is Web 2.0, you know, the, the, the age of the Internet as it continues to um, uh, involve our lives, that particularly with lawyers and lawyer advertising, it is something that we need to look into and make sure that we're managing it appropriately. Um, the issue that Carolyn's pointing out specifically in that clip is that the bar associations, while they provide uh, a lot of data, both positive and negative, about an attorney, 
as far as um, you know the the information that refers like having a link to an attorney's website you see very few bar associations that will uh, allow you to link to the attorney's website etc but I don't want to be too hard on the bar associations because the fact is these bar associations do not have a ton of money to be um, deciding to build the next AVO, for example. I mean, I, I worked for the federal government for three years, and it was full of incredibly bright people. But we were, um, uh, you know, the people that I worked with were hamstrung in many respects in getting their um, their policy agendas pushed forward because they didn't necessarily have all the resources, and the bars are no different. And so it's hard for them to, you know, get around a table and say, okay, we're going to launch a website with all the development costs that go into that and all the input that we need to get, et cetera, and we're going to, we're going to launch it. it it's, it's something where you almost need an independent agent such as Avo to come in, look at the various dynamics within the marketplace and say, wow, I see a real void here where consumers are lost. And, you know, one thing that Paul uh, talked about was the Ipsos survey. Um, and it's also in the bullet points, Craig, that you, you put on your blog. But just very quickly, out of our Ipsos survey, only 17% of those surveyed said that it was easy for them to research detailed information about attorneys. And again, only 17% said that they were very confident in their ability to choose the right attorney. And then the number that really surprised me that uh, came from Ipsos is that over the last two years, 25 million Americans were faced with a situation in which they considered hiring an attorney, but they didn't because they didn't know how to go about it. And so when you see those numbers and you don't see as many people going to the bar for their resource to find a lawyer, but rather going to the yellow pages, which, by the way, uh, last year had 311 million lookups, there is a void there. And we're coming in to fill that void to say, okay, consumers are having a really tough time. And I don't know, you know, those 25 million that are staying out of the market, I don't know if it's because they can't find the detailed information or because they're not confident. They're, they're intimidated by the legal industry. But there is a void there that by bringing together real information and bringing in guidance, the guidance of the AVO rating, of client ratings, and also peer endorsements, three opinions, all of them, imperfect, but all of them valuable to a consumer, there's a void that we feel we can fill, and we're filling it now, assuming that, um, um, you know, having a class action filed nine days after you launch, well, they're trying to tear us down, and uh, if we have anything to say about it, we will continue to serve consumers every day in that way. Your, your blog has been a has been a great way to follow uh, some of the developments with Avo, and I and I, I have to uh, commend you for for your responsiveness to some of the complaints that have been raised or some of the issues that have been raised. You you've changed the way you're doing ratings. You've you've provided other ways for attorneys to authenticate their identities other than uh, credit cards. What, what's what's uh, still to come? What changes are are in store for Avo that we haven't seen yet? Well, let me. Uh... Let me talk to that for a moment. You're you're right. We we've made significant changes so far, and the uh, the additional uh, approach for verifying your identity to claim a profile is that if we have a an email address that we've been able to get from the bar or from other public records, uh, you will be will allow a lawyer to verify their identity by receiving an email at that address. Uh, 
Um, the next thing that we'll be coming out with, and this is again responsive to feedback that we've had in the user community from the, the, our community and, and lawyers in particular, uh, is the ability for attorneys to merge profiles. And this affects a significant number of attorneys who are licensed in multiple states. Uh, Mark, for example, uh, has a profile in Washington State as well as one in the District of Columbia. And um, what will this new feature will do is allow an Mark or any other attorney who is in multiple states to combine that information into one single profile so that that single profile provides a complete picture of, the, of a lawyer uh, as opposed to requiring a consumer to look at these two separate profiles. Uh, we will also, before the end of the year, uh, be rolling out additional states to expand the number of uh, consumers who can uh, use AVO. And then we've got a bunch of other, Mark alluded to, some other features that uh, we think will be really interesting and, and uh, uh, beneficial to attorneys and consumers, although nothing that we're able to announce uh, quite yet. But, uh, but keep your ears open because uh, we've got a lot in the pipeline and uh, are very, a lot of that we're very excited about in the pipeline and will be uh, launching in the coming months. There's been some kind of back chatter or at least uh, some thought in, in the in the back of my mind, that part of the uh, beta release in uh, expecting to get a reaction from attorneys, I mean, I'm sure that you weren't looking for a class action lawsuit, so it, it, the question may be a bit unfair in that regard, but did you actually expect the beta to get some reaction in the news uh, and in the blogosphere and elsewhere on the Internet that would create some noise about AVO and, and get you a little higher prominence. In fact, you've, you've actually kind of achieved that in a way. I, yes. I mean, we expected that what we were doing was novel enough um, and providing consumers with enough information and guidance that it was not in one place before that we would get some pretty good press. We also believed that there would be, again, you know, some attorneys specifically those that have been sanctioned. You, never in the history of rating attorneys that I know of has someone launched a site where disciplinary sanctions affect that rating. And so we assumed that we would um, have some detractors that did not like us surfacing that information. I think what's really surprised me about the class action is that um, if you read the complaint, they not only go after the AVA rating, but they go after uh, client ratings, they go after lawyer ratings. Uh, you know, it, well, actually, if you read the complaint, um, you know, everything's wrong with AVO. But it's very alarming for me, especially as we see the web continue to develop different communities for us around the world, and as we see opinions developing around the world and being displayed, uh, being generated on the web. Um, you know, if, if cases such as the class action are successful where they are able to tear down opinions that they do not like, and again, I, I, I said it before, but every opinion, they're imperfect, but they're all valuable. And that's what we're trying to do with AVO is build a mosaic of those opinions with the information to back it up so that a consumer has a better place to start, so that they're not just opening up a yellow book and sticking their finger in there. We, we are at the end of our time, but we do like to give uh, our guests, uh, as is our tradition here, an opportunity to, to have, the, have the last word. So 
Uh, we'd like to ask you to just give us your final thoughts as we wrap up the program, and also if you care to uh, provide our our listeners with some information on where they can find out more about you and about Avo. So, uh, Mark Britton, let's start with you. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Bob. I just want to start out by saying Avo's mission is to help consumers navigate the legal industry. But what we've tried to do with this site is, and this early version of the site, is build a true win-win for both consumers and lawyers. We've talked a lot on this um, podcast about some of the problems that consumers are having. But Paul also touched on this idea of giving lawyers a free web presence so that they can come in and, you know, you take 60% of those solos, which, by the way, there are 400,000 of them in the United States. They do not have a web presence. We're giving that to them for free. Secondarily, when you think about the endorsements that are attacked in the complaint, instead of thinking about the negative side of endorsements, let's look at them positively. And keep in mind that all these small firm lawyers, all these solo lawyers, they survive by having a virtual law firm, a network of attorneys that supports them. Our endorsement feature, our peer endorsements that are right up there on the overview page, are invaluable for that small firm lawyer to come in and say, hey, I might be competing with a big firm in this business, but listen, prospective client, any complex issue you have in your case these are all the lawyers. These are all the resources I can bring to bear. <clears throat> There's a lot of value here in AVO for lawyers, and there will continue to be as our site progresses. And I also, just to wrap up, want to thank Bob and Craig for giving us this forum, this amount of time, to talk about our product. We really appreciate it. And uh, they can find you at AVO.com, I assume. Yes, www.AVO with two Vs, Alpha Victor Victor Oscar.com. <laughs> and Paul Bloom? Sure. Well, the only thing I'd like to sorry to wrap up with is just that we, uh, our commitment to continue listening, to continue listening to the lawyer community, to continue listening to the consumer community, and to take that input very seriously and continue to evolve the site and innovate to create uh, a, a website that is a win-win for both consumers and attorneys. And uh, I'd encourage uh, both you, both of you to continue your uh, your analysis and, and thoughts, as well as others listening to the to this podcast, to let us know what you like, what you don't like, and we'll consider those and we'll we'll try to address as many of them as we can. Well, thank you very much for being on the show today. Uh, we appreciate your thoughts and your willingness to participate in, in facing down the uh, the lawsuit that you are, and also a lot of the criticism that you've received. But uh, making the changes that you've made. Uh, you've certainly made a believer out of me from uh, going from being dead to uh, coming back to life and, and getting raided. Um, yes, you don't <laughs> sound very dead. No, but I, I certainly appreciate Some days he does. <laughs> very much so. Well, anyway, thank you very much, Paul and Mark, for being on our show. Uh, Bob, it's been a pleasure again to talk with you this week. Yeah, thanks a lot. And I also just want to mention that, as you mentioned, Denise Hall at, at twit.tv, uh, her This Week in Law podcast, had, a, had also had a, a lengthy interview with, with Mark Britton on this topic, uh, so you can hear more there about this. But thanks a lot to both of our guests. We appreciate your coming on. Thanks, again. thanks for having us. Take care. Bob, we'll see you next week. See you, Craig. Thanks again for listening to Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. 
Lawyer to Lawyer has been sponsored by Law.com. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.